Blog Talk Radio. Everybody, everybody, let's get into it. Get stoked. Get started. Get started. Get started. Welcome, everyone. Welcome, Big Brother fans. This is your Rad Reality Show Network. We connect you to the reality stars you love. I'm Cherry Garcia, and I'm so glad to have you with us tonight for the Big Brother Roundtable Show with the awesome Michael Cowboy Ellis, the runner-up of Season 5 of Big Brother and also a member of the Four Horsemen Alliance. If you'd like to join in the conversation tonight, please do so by dialing 1-347-237-5506. And once you're on the switchboard, make sure that you press the number one key. That lets us know that you are ready to join us on air. Now, let's get this show started with a little intro for our host. Here we go. July 14th, 2016. Thank you all for being here with us for the Big Brother 18 Roundtable Show. We just watched an amazing episode of Big Brother 18 on CBS, and now it's time to have some fun and chat about it. Let's start by welcoming our host, Michael Cowboy Ellis. Michael, how are you? How did you enjoy the the show tonight? Yeehaw! And, uh, you know, as a country boy, I tell you what, I've you know, I'm already in the doghouse because, boy, Bronte looked good tonight. You know, uh, you know, I, I was, you know, a little bit worried because usually when production puts a lot of who's going home, usually that person uh, doesn't go home. So uh, it kind of worked out. It's kind of, I was really kind of curious at how the votes went down, and uh, I was calculating. I honestly thought it was going to go to a tie vote for some reason, and I'm glad it didn't because we all know what would have happened. And, uh, you know, Tiffany sees another day, but I tell you what, Polly's not the greatest. I mean, I'm rooting for Polly, but what really stinks is I kind of was hoping to see Frank on the block to get a taste of his medicine, but he's safe for another week. We have another week of drama, and you know I'm curious to see what's going to go uh, down in the Big Brother house. And uh, you know it's it's crazy because I feel like Tiffany's back on the block, and she's going to have to get herself off. And you know it's almost we're, I feel like we're watching a split image of Vanessa's season, and it's just it's so weird how it's going down, and they're two different people. And it's just, I don't know. I'm curious to see if Polly will have a different uh, look. It looks like, you know, at the end I saw that, you know, Frank was talking to Nicole and everything. And, you know, I think he was trying to figure out, like, 
how the votes went the way that they went. And, you know, Nicole's kind of going to get herself caught up. And, and it's not intentionally, you know, I don't know. It's I felt sorry for her a little bit, you know, when Mama Day was basically calling her out, you know, and I don't know. I, it's it's the Big Brother house, you know. It's I love how Frank is playing aggressive. I love how he's, you know, putting, you know, sparks uh, in the game. I love that. I love seeing a competitor playing the game. And no one can deny Frank does play the Big Brother game pretty good. It's just the sexual comments and stuff like that. You know, everyone's, you know, if he pulled that off a little bit, I think we would have saw him take it to the final two. I think he's been kind of sloppy myself. Well, the thing is, is I see what you're saying. Uh, but you know what? It's like there's always that one player people are afraid of in the Big Brother house. And some reason, it's him this year. And, I mean, he's he is playing a little bit sloppy. And it may come back and bite him in the butt. But, you know, with having Category 4, and Category 4 is a strong team. And especially when you've got Polly and Frank there that's capable – of winning competition, you know, it, it makes Frank look pretty. Uh, but I, I know that there's a lot to talk about. I love how James was talking to Congress, trying to come together. I thought it was pretty cool how they threw that little clip in. And, you know, uh, that's probably the first time I've seen James get excited about the Big Brother game. And, of course, he was putting a little bit of, you know, his flair to it, but – I think it made it really fun uh, to see him, you know, do that. And I'm glad that production spent it the way that they did. And, you know, I feel like, you know, James is getting another great edit where Frank's not getting a great edit this time versus the first time he played. Right. I just wanted to let you know that we do have your guest on the switchboard. Awesome. Let's bring him up. I'm so excited. This young man is amazing in and out. And I wish we were watching him in the game as well. And I'm pretty sure he would love to gone in. But I would love to get his BB-18. I have mad respect for Johnny Mac, so let's bring him up. Welcome, Hello, Johnny Mac. Up? How are you? Good. How are you doing? Wonderful. Hey, brother. It's been a while. Yeah, it's been a little while. How's everything going? Everything awesome? Everything's, everything's going really awesome. I started a new job two months ago. It's kicking butt. I really enjoy uh, my job and uh, took an assistant manager position for Chili's, and uh, it's going w- uh, well. I worked for uh, Chili's back in 2005 and six, so I uh, went back to the organization, and uh, I'm loving every minute. Long hours, but it's okay. You you know those long hours. Yeah, yeah. Not a lot of us can get around those long hours. <laughs> so how's your family doing? Doing good. Doing good. Yeah, just awesome. Well, you know, I want uh, to. I want to kind of throw the script at you a little bit. What? How would it make you feel? One, you being back in the house. Or your brother going in the house and watching your brother this season? How would you have liked either one? Um, both of them would have been both of them would have been awesome. Yeah, um, I I think it would be fun to watch him play because he doesn't really watch the show. He just watched the season I was on, so he'd have no idea what he was doing. And we both agree he'd be kind of a train wreck to watch. So I think that would be fun to see. <laughs> You know, it's it's funny because I know when you probably came home, he made fun of you a lot. And it would have been probably cool to flip the script and see how your brother would, you know, go in that stress uh, stressful situation. Yeah, um, yeah. But, <laughs> does, does I could tell him you got out week one. <laughs> right? Absolutely. Yeah, that would be, you know, history in the making. Uh, every time you had a family reunion or something, you'd be like, yeah. My brother was the best. He went out in uh, week one. Yeah. (laughs) 
Absolutely. So what do you think about the twist uh, this year? Do you like that they brought back uh, past uh, contestants? And, uh, you know, of course, you know, someone from your, uh, brought back two people from your season. What do you think about that? Yeah, I mean, it's cool. Uh, I always like to see new people, so there's some new people there. But we were about due for some uh, returnees, and we had four of them ready to go. So, uh, yeah, and it was cool. Played with two of them before. Um, Day's doing way better than last time, obviously. I think she improved her game, like, mathematically by what, like, 50% 50% so far, so, like, if she makes it another week, that's, like, 100% improvement, which is good, and then James, uh, he's doing the same thing as last time, so he'll probably go deep again, and, uh, but, I, I don't know, I think he'll do, they'll both end up doing the same mistakes they did last time, I think. Right, do you think that Mommy da- uh, Mama Day uh, has um, a big target on her back for this week, since, uh, Holly, uh, one HOH. It's yeah. I mean, I haven't been keeping up with all of this live feed stuff that's been going on in the last day. I know there's been a lot, but I just based on her first couple weeks of play, there was a lot of playing there that didn't need to be done, and uh, that that's gonna haunt her a bit there. And that, I mean, same with Frank too. He's doing the same thing. He's playing too hard now. He's in a situation where he has to win comps, or someone on his team has to win HOH. Uh, which yeah, is what he did last time, you know. James is playing a more laid back. Uh, Nicole is very aggressive, but not as much as what Frank and Mama Day has been putting in. Yeah, yeah, and uh, I don't, I don't really feel like it's necessary at this stage, but they're doing it. So, <laughs> all right, right. Oh, absolutely. I, I totally agree. I, I feel like they should know that they don't have to play that aggressive. You know, James is the only one I feel like that is literally just sunbathing and enjoying his summer. And yeah. I feel like, you know, that's going to get him deep uh, in the game, like you were saying. And, you know, he's already got a showman's going on. I mean, he's he's got it going on. I mean, I think he needs to be teaching lessons and stuff because, you know, I, these ladies just draw towards James. Yeah, I mean he's they that do. southern charm. Absolutely, um, I don't I don't like the showman. though. I mean, if, if you have chemistry with someone, it's, you're not going to be able to avoid it. You can you can try to hide it like they're trying to do right. now. It's not going to work. So uh, that that sucks that it happened to him because eventually these everyone's going to put their ego aside after from going after these big individual targets and just be like, oh, Corey and Nicole. Paulie and Zakai and then uh, James, like they're all, James and Natalie, they're all pairs. Like we have to start bumping these pairs off <laughs> soon, you know. Well, you know, I think if you were back in the house, I would have loved to see you do a showman with Bronte. Boy, yeah, I think all right. would be. I think she, I think she's up your alley a little bit. You know, quirky little fun attitude. I tell you what, uh, did you get to watch tonight? I watched uh, the very end there. I, I got I tuned in for like the last twenty minutes there. I just got home. So so. Ron gave a really amazing in interview, and I felt like you know I saw the smart in her, and you know I was really like it's it's kind of hard. And Cheryl and I was talking, and sometimes it's hard to judge people on the show versus meeting them outside. But I did see the smartness of her answers, you know, because, you know, you really wouldn't think that she's a mathematician, you know, and, you know, she's a little bit dingy and all that. But, you know, the thing is, is, you know, first instincts, you know, when people start watching you and say, okay, he's a dentist. I mean, the thing is, is people will judge really quick. And I really saw a lot into Bronte uh, tonight. And I really hope that she gets a good fighting uh, chance. And I love what she said, she said, I'm glad I did not run my mouth, you know? Yeah. And that was a very smart thing that she could do. Yeah, when you're going out with the chance to come back, I mean, they didn't know they had a chance to come back, but when you're going out, you don't really want to burn any bridges because you could be back in there and you don't want to mess up your second game there, you know? So, that's, yeah, it is good that she did that and the chance that she does win. 
everyone that's been evicted, who are you rooting for to get back into the house? Um, I I kind of just like to see Glenn be yeah. on the show. <laughs> so Absolutely. That, that would be cool. Um, I, I like Bronte as a player, but I don't know if I want to see her back in just because I don't know how much she changed. I think the most random thing would be Jose going back in and uh, <laughs> like five weeks later when no one cares that he's annoying anymore. Right. Yeah, absolutely. It, you know, I I like to see Glenn just because I'm a sucker for, you know, a father going back in. And, and I feel like he br- brings a lot to the table. And you know what stinks is uh, somebody has to go out week one. And, you know, in my season – um, I do visit with him every once in a while on Facebook, but we had we got rid of we called him the uh, the Godfather Don the Godfather, and his name was Mike as well. Uh-huh. And you know, to this moment, I I look back and I'm like, why did we get rid of him? And what was what what really hurt him that week was in week one we were actually going to get rid of my sister, and mm-hmm. because. She was the crazy one. You know, the faith was, uh, she was going out because our thinking was, okay, there's nothing to lose. But today, after the nominations was already done, you know, I find out she's my sister and my alliance members and I, we decided to keep her. And, you know, it's weird how it's, it's got stacked against him by a fluke of, you know, the twist, and it's kind of weird how Big Brother does work out, and, you know, what really stinks is someone that goes out week one is not necessarily a bad person, just yeah. somebody has to be that number one person. Yep, yeah, especially when they're not voted out, right? <laughs> Absolutely, I, I totally agree, you know, you just basically just get your foot in the door, and you're you know, gone basically two weeks later because what people don't realize for the first weeks, actually the first two weeks, you do get a little bit of time because of the process of everything that happens. But, uh, you know, my biggest thing is how would you like to go into the house and be evicted the very first night? Yeah, yeah. They literally oh, don't oh. know who he is. <laughs> right. Absolutely. And, you know, I think that that's not fair. I'm a firm believer. I feel like everyone should be able to really thought for themselves. But I do like the concept, you know, people going home the first night, if it's an endurance competition and it's on you or something yeah. like that, where you have your, your – the faith is in your hands. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, hypothetically, so if they contacted you, would you have went back this season and played back-to-back like James is doing? Oh, yeah, I would have. Yeah, if I was if I was called, I would have totally gone. I feel like it's harder for James because what people – and you can relate to this. It's hard to just uh, adapt to the everyday world from just getting off of Big Brother. And I yeah. feel like James just probably got to that moment and maybe not enough. And I feel like, you know, got in it back-to-back, and I feel like it makes it harder, and I feel like that brings the laid-back motive that he's got going on. But that's James, too. But, you know, tonight's episode was the first time I have seen him really talk game the way that he was talking game. Yeah, yeah, I I didn't get to see that part, but, uh, yeah, yeah. It was was fun. It was funny. He he got up. It was like he was a politician, and he was like, so what are we going to do? There's a group, you know, of six uh, out in the, you know, courtyard, and he's, you know, making he's making jokes, basically, you know, saying what direction we're going to go. He was breaking the ice, the way that you should do it. He yeah. wasn't, like, aggressive or anything like that. But I'll be honest with you, his vote tonight kind of shocked me that he literally went with his girlfriend in the house, per se, you could say, because, you know, she was connected to Bronte. And if he follows um, her shoes, 
that is really going to run James's game. Yeah, yeah, that he's going to take the fall for that one because no one's seen her win anything yet, but we've seen him win a couple things last season, so we know he has potential to win things where hers has yet to be seen. You know. Right, she just, I mean, no offense, but she's really easy on the eyes. And, yeah. you know, uh, it's, it's. I would love to see her bring something to the table. And I really hope, because I'm really, James really could use a half a million dollars, you know. To I mean, they all could. But, I mean, I would love to see him better his daughter's life and stuff like that. And, you know, of course, you know, you're invested in seeing James as well with, you know, him talking about his daughter and y'all season and all that. So, I mean, you can understand and relate how passion, uh, passionate he is about his daughter. And, you know, we heard that tonight, you know, come out that he, you know, he misses spending time with his daughter. And I just, James is just an amazing person in and out. And I would love to see him be able to fight for that um you know, there's some great deserving people in the house this year. Um, but I, you've got, what, two more weeks, then, you know, you need to go full force. You know, yeah, you're, yeah. You're, you know, Jory in the next couple of weeks. So I, I'd like to see uh, if the people that's being aggressive now can be able to continue with their aggression. Uh, and if they are, you probably will see them crowned, of, you know, DBA team, but uh, usually it's the people like James that sits laid back that's not causing uh, a lot of conflict and has the social game like no other. Yeah. Well, so do you like the battle uh, or uh, the uh, – oh, my gosh, I just went by um, – the RV, the roadkill. What do the you think kill? about the roadkill? Do you like that concept? Yeah, I like it. Uh, I, w- I was kind of nervous at the beginning that we'd have, like, another 16, like, season 16, eight-person alliance, and if you put the roadkill and the HOH together, like, unless the minority wins both of them, those eight people are going to be safe until it's time to eat each other. So I'm glad that uh, at least that eight group has broken up. So, yeah, now the, the roadkill is definitely more interesting now that there isn't a giant – majority alliance and people are kind of scattered all over the place. So, yeah, this is good. I'm going to be excited to see who wins this week. This should be pretty good. Oh, absolutely. I feel like it's going to change the dynamic. But the thing is, is, you know, the team that everyone was going after, it's like, okay, now are we stuck again, them going after Tiffany and, you know, making it basically a safe week. And, yeah. You know, yeah. I, I hate I hate that when I, you know, you got Paul and you got Tiffany always on the block. And, you know, I I like to see some some type of switch where it's not necessarily them too. And, you know, I'm, I'm kind of liking Paul a little bit uh, more. I feel like since um, his uh, teammates have literally left the building, I feel like you're seeing a different side of Paul, and I feel like he's calmed down a lot. Yeah, I, I like him. He's funny, but the the friendship thing has to stop. <laughs> I lo- I loved it the first time. I was laughing like no other the first time, but the fifth time I'm like, dude, you've got way better material in your head. I'm sure. Just we, we have to drop that. <laughs> Absolutely. Do you do you feel like he's gonna shave his beard since Julie Chen uh, brought it up at the end? Absolutely not. No. <laughs> I mean that that takes years of profesh, uh, you know, perfection. Yeah. And, you know, really, you know, if it keeps him safe for the week and he's guaranteed safety, I can see him do it. But I mean, just think how many more years he's going to have to take to be able to get that back. <laughs> Yeah, I think you'll see it there on finale night. Wherever he's sitting, it's gonna still be there. <laughs> I hope so. You know, I, you know, that's you know changing somebody, and you know, I know it's you know good TV and good conversation. That's why Julie had to, you know, bring that up. But uh, 
you know, I feel like this is a different dynamic of a uh, group. I was seeing on social media a couple of days where, actually, I think it was shown to me to where, like, a lot of these uh, people was pulled from, like, um, uh, Marlin, you know, agencies and uh-huh. stuff like that that has never played the game. Uh, you know, I, I don't... I kind of like that they haven't played the game just for the simple reason is they don't try to copy a certain one of us. Right. Yeah, I, I like that too. I, li- I like having new people that have no idea what's going on because that's that's how you get Jose <laughs> the first week, you know, and that everyone hated him, but everyone was watching that week for sure. <laughs> Absolutely, you know, and then, you know, when you get a super fan and you bring people back, then you see them, like, attached to them and start working with them and protect them because, let's be honest, you know, the numbers was against the, you know, veterans coming back. It always yeah. is. But it seems like people seem to keep them in the house. Yep. Yeah, it's just like the natural thing to do, and I think you would see that every single season, no matter what. Yeah. People just kind of, unless there was like a severe upset that first week where a vet didn't win HOH. I mean, we haven't seen a returning season where a vet doesn't win HOH the first week. I mean, the coaches, they were just safe by the rules, but 13 and this season, a vet got the HOH, and there's not much you can do. That just sets momentum in that direction, you know? Right, and I tell you what, me personally, I would have loved to see a coach's season again, but they don't play. I'd like to see a coach literally have to coach their team to the end, and that's all they do. And, you know, and they get a paycheck based on how many takes, one, two, three, and four, or whatever. I would love to see that happen. I would love to see the competitiveness and not see the coaches play. I would love for them to be able to just coach and teach them strategies and to get them to the end. And the way they get their paycheck is how their people come, you know, one, two, three, and four, and so on. And I feel like we would see a different side of Big Brother that has never been done. Yeah, if they, like, go deep there, yeah, because then they'd be – you know, sacrificing some of their players that they don't like to try to boost other ones ahead. I think it would be pretty cool to watch, yeah. <laughs> it'd be different for sure, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely, because, especially know, at the end game. But we're at 18, 18 seasons into this, and, you know, they're going to eventually run out of ideas. Yeah. You know, oh, no, you can, I, I keep saying that every year, but they always come up with something. <laughs> right. Absolutely. I'd like to see, like, uh, divorcees in the house and yeah. to see how well they work, you know, together in the house. And, I mean, like, have people that's got kids and there was nasty divorces and literally throw them in the house and see what would happen. Yeah, some old school, like, relationship twists, right? <laughs> Hello? Uh, and see, Cheryl just said that she would like to see a whole cast that has never watched Big Brother Day in their life. Yeah, yeah, because then you have a, uh, like, season one all over again, <laughs> I guess, or something uh, like that. Season two, yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, you know. Well, you know, season two and three was set up for a disaster, especially season three when Danielle uh, lost. You know, it was when the jury members got to go home and watch the show. feel like that's kind of cheating because you can watch every bad thing that someone has said in the diary room and hold a grudge, and that's what really happened. Because yeah. I really feel like Danielle should have won that season against Lisa Donahue. You know, I I feel like that, and, you know, I know she does too, but, you know, it's kind of like, that was the testing mode of Big Brother USA. Right. They were getting a good feel of what to do. Um, But I love the structure that we have now where, you know, the jury does not know anything, per se, 
uh, they, I feel like they start showing them a little bit more, like of the competitions and stuff. Um, right. You know, I, I was never a jury, so I don't even know like what my people saw in the jury round. But as far as I know, I think it was just like your veto competitions, your you know, HOH competitions and stuff like that. Yeah, it's uh, all all public events that it's verified that everyone is there for. So, like, the meetings, um, like, the ceremonies, all the competitions. Like, even um, it's like a third, like, the, the home viewing view of a uh, competition. So maybe there's a competition where you're in a box, uh, they get to see the view of everything. So, like, maybe while you're playing the competition, no one can tell that you're throwing it because you're on your own, but the jury gets to see the whole view of things. So they get to see whether you threw something or not that you think you're keeping private from everyone um, just because they get to see the home view of the competition. Um, but other than that, just, like, veto ceremony, HOH ceremony, stuff like that. So do you think that it's fair that the jury gets to see if someone throws a competition? I think so. Um, Then they need that to make their decision at the end. You know, was someone just bad at competitions or were they actively throwing it, you know? At least that would play into my decision. It might not make a difference to other people. but So did that make... So did that uh, affect your uh, decision in your season with the jury? No, because I only saw one more competition. I saw, uh, well, two more. I saw the final HOH, so it was uh, the endurance for the first round and the the, the puzzle they had, the crossword puzzle. They had one for the second round, so it was the final HOH competition I got to see. Vanessa talked Liz off of winning the first round, which I felt was good because I got to give Vanessa more points. I was going to vote for her anyway if she was in final two. And then I got to see the second round where Steve beats Liz. So I'm just thinking, like, at this point, like, I'm I'm either voting for Steve or Vanessa, (laughs) whichever one's sitting there at the end. So, um, yeah, so it's a good thing to see the competitions for sure. So, so like, with the jury, y'all, y'all get to, you know, I was a part of, like, the sequester part of when I got kicked out for All-Stars. They basically put you in a nice, pretty house with a swimming pool and, you know, a hot tub. But in, y'all, in y'all's jury, how in, was it a lot of fun hanging out, or was there a lot of still tension from, and, like, bad, you know, memories from the game uh, uh, where you couldn't do anything. Yeah, I'm going to go into too many details there, but I never went to the jury house. So I have no idea about any of that stuff. <laughs> because cause you, got, cause you got evicted, like, towards the end, where they probably just kept you in a ho- uh, like a hotel holding, and you can't. I, I can share a little bit because I'm not under nothing, and, you know, I, w- nor would I have ever put you into, you know, anything you can't talk um, you know, I know when we got sequestered uh, after we got kicked out of uh, All-Stars, we went to a place called uh, Palm Springs, which was beautiful. But we were so angry, you know, it's human nature, that we couldn't even really enjoy the pretty setting that we were in. Yeah. You know, and because we, I, me personally, I felt like a failure, Johnny Mac. I felt like, you know, here I, you know, got kicked out you know, for, you know, a second time, or, you know, for, well, that time was first time. The second time was uh, not even, you know, anything better, but I was able to go on a plane the next day, which is, you know, good. But when you're stuck in sequester because they don't want no one knowing who's in the house for a week, that drives you crazy. That's as bad as being sequestered before you go start the game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> you know, yeah, I can imagine you know, that would be tough. <laughs> absolutely. But I, I, I uh, created a great bond, you know, with Bunky from season two because of that. And, you know, to this day, you know, we've got a great friendship. And, 
you know, it just, to me, like I told Cheryl, like if I ever went back, I would probably go have fun and not worry about the the stress, the dy- dynamic of the game, because I feel like that's when, you know, if you go back for revenge and you're trying to, you know, play sloppy, you know, like the word you use, uh, then you just wasted more time, you yeah. know. But if you go and just, you know, sit back, watch a different things, especially the first four weeks, there's no reason to be aggressive. I'm not saying you can't win, you know, an HOH or a veto competition. You could do that. Just, yeah. you know, just kind of watch your language and how you're, you know, talking to people. Yeah, and just – there's no need to be – Yeah, it's good to, like, win HOHs, vetoes, you know, put people on the line. That's what we want to see. But, like, a lot of the – if you're, like, gaming really hard and, like, making deals with everyone, a lot of that doesn't make the show. So, it's like, it, it doesn't even provide entertainment value, and you're getting everyone else in the house just uncomfortable around you. It, it just doesn't – it doesn't seem like a good idea to me, but – I don't know. Absolutely. Well, Johnny Mac Cherry's gonna butt in real quick and ask a couple of questions from the chat room before I uh, release you. Uh, I know that you've got a busy schedule, and I want to keep uh, that word. Uh, Cherry, go ahead and ask those questions if you like, real quick. Sounds good. Leah Williams wants to know who are you rooting for this season? Huh. That's. Tough. I just kind of like seeing them all go at it. I'm not sure if I'm rooting for anyone. Um, I I was impressed by Paul's turnaround from the first week where he was at the bottom with Jose and uh, and Victor, and where he's come to now. So I'm saying I I think that's what I'm most impressed with. But I'm not really rooting for anyone over anyone else. I think it's weird. (laughs) And how how do you see Tiffany's? Go ahead. I'm sorry. Well, I was just going to say, yeah, Paul has really trans uh, transmitted his uh, gameplay uh, 360. You know, I, I love to see what he brings in the next couple of weeks. I feel like uh, what I said, his boys leaving, uh, it was like his uh, uh, boy mance, uh hashtag boy mance, I might as well say. Yeah. Uh, you know, once they left, he was able to be himself and be able to play the game for himself. Yes, absolutely. Two more questions. Um, do you see Tiffany? How do you see Tiffany compared to Vanessa and her gameplay? I mean, I know she's not um, playing camp-wise quite to Vanessa's well, capabilities, but. Yeah, I think initially when she got nominated, uh, she was similar to Vanessa, you know, like freaking out, like when Vanessa felt, maybe not necessarily when Vanessa was nominated, but when she felt like she was in trouble, you know, freaked out in a similar sense there, but did a really good job of calming down over the week, obviously, because they kept her there. Um, Still hasn't won anything. I, I did not like that speech. I mean... It, it should be made at some point, but she shouldn't have done it before the HOH competition. That was just that was a bad move. She went away until, I she went until she knew who the winner was. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I agree with you there. And do you look forward to maybe someday um, playing a little guitar with Paul? Yeah, right? <laughs> I, I mean, I, I don't have any you. reason you know to go I have a I have What's an that? absolute love for your guitar playing. I, I you know, I, I just love your guitar playing. So oh, I wondered if you. you, yeah, I, I'm just over the top impressed with your guitar playing. And so I wondered if maybe you thought about playing guitar with Paul someday. Um, I'm not quite as familiar with his capabilities, but I know what yours are. So I wondered if maybe you thought about playing guitar with Paul someday. Yeah. If it, the, our paths crossed. I don't have much of a reason to go out to L.A., but, yeah, if, it, if we ever hung out, sure, why not? You know, I, I know he's in a metal band. I haven't actually, like, watched him play, but usually metal is a little more complicated than a lot of other genres, maybe except for jazz, maybe being the only one that's not more complicated than metal. So, uh, 
he's probably pretty good. Um, I, I, yeah, I have to check it out myself still. Absolutely. Well, Johnny Max, I I do appreciate you coming on the show. You are inspiration to me. Uh, just you know how you live your life and how family values and everything. And I hope the best for you. Um, you know, I know you've got a game plan for the future for you, and hopefully everything's working out for you. Uh, just know that you always have a open invitation to come on to our show uh, to announce anything or promote anything. Um, we we think the world of you, Cherry and myself, and we do appreciate you taking the time and being part of the show tonight. No, thanks for having me. This is uh, fun. Uh, yeah, get, cool to hang out with. Big Brother Five, generations before me, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I, yeah. Oh, real quick, I got a real Johnny Mac before you get. Are you gonna watch the uh, new Ghostbusters? Probably. I really don't go to movies that often. I usually wait till it just shows up on HBO months and months and months later. Uh, so at some point, I'm definitely going to see it. I, I love all those girls. Those girls are hilarious. Because I, I watch SNL a lot, and they're all good. So I'm sure it's Absolutely. a good I, I don't think I can wait. I grew up with the original Ghostbusters like a lot of us, and I tell you what. I am really looking forward to going to see him, uh, hopefully tomorrow. I'm off tomorrow as well, and I'm hoping uh, that I would be able to do that. Um, and then, uh, have you ever heard of, it's called Pokemon Go. Go. Pokemon Go. Have you done it yet? No, I haven't. Uh, yeah, I, I've been hearing it from all angles, like my brother. <laughs> Uh, my friends, uh, the Twitter is asking. I'm just like I, I get what it is. I just I don't have time for it. But it I, seems I, I, I awesome. Don't, I, don't, I don't either. But an hour before the show, Cheryl put it on her phone, and uh, the boys and I, we went uh, and Cheryl, we went out and we did it. It's it's kind of cool. It's it's more for exercise. I mean, because you're walking your community, and you know it's it's a good way to exercise with your family and have a good little time. Right. And, right. Uh, it's, a smart, it's a smart concept, but uh, I was just curious if you've done it yet. No, no, I haven't done it, but uh, what I do know about it is I heard Nintendo's stock rose like crazy because of it. So $9 billion. Oh, wow. They needed it. They were in trouble. <laughs> oh, so, so Nintendo has the rights? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I heard it was an app like this app already existed. It just didn't have the Pokemon like cover on it, you know? Like it was the same exact app, but then somehow the company that made this app talked to Nintendo and they made the combo and now everyone loves it. Well, shoot, I've got an app too. Uh, well, sorry, Ben, you farmersonly.com. Someone stole that idea. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Well, Johnny Mac, thank you so much for coming on. It's always a pleasure. I love yeah. you, brother, and uh, I hope to see you very soon. As, oh, yeah, same here, same here. Take care. All right, bye bye. You have a good Thanks, night. Thanks, Johnny Mac. Yeah, Take have care. A good night. Well, it's always a pleasure having the legendary Johnny Mac. And, you know, Terry, you know, we got a great privilege to listen to his guitar skills at Toys for Tots in New Hampshire last year. And, you know, he he does have a lot of talent. And, you know, he just, you know, I'm just glad that he's able to use his talent and be able to you know, use it as a hobby and be able to work on people's teeth every day. I, I give him props. I couldn't work on people's teeth. That's that's a dirty job. I, I couldn't do it. But, uh, you know, he's just an amazing person, and I got a privilege to talk to his dad one day. And I honestly I thought it was Johnny Mac. When I was talking, I was talking to him but like he was Johnny Mac one day. He goes, Cowboy, this is not Johnny Mac. This is his dad. <laughs> but, you know, so I was like, oh, my goodness. This is crazy. I was like, 
So does your other son talk like y'all too? You know, but uh, you know, it would have been great to see his brother on this season of Big Brother. Uh, You know, I feel like you would have saw a different side of you know the Mac family for sure. Well, maybe they'll keep doing this concept and putting you know family members on. And maybe, you know, after you and Cheryl get married, maybe Cheryl can go on Big Brother, or maybe Zoe can go on Big Brother. Um, Zoe, won't, Zoe won't do it. Zoe will not do it. She she tells me she doesn't want anything to do with Big Brother. I mean, I, just, I guess I'm hoping that one day that it stays alive where my 13-year-old boy you know, when he turns 18, he'll do it with me. But my daughter will not do it. She's, it's like she won't budge. And I'm like, I'll hold your hand through it. I'll guide you how to do it. And, you know, to me, I think that would be amazing if I had, you know, somebody that knew the game holding my hand, you know, through the game. Well, maybe you and Cheryl can go on together. You know? Uh, I I would kill Cheryl. She 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 te- she would tick me off. She's not competitive enough. She's looking at. Me. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's, it would be like her and I do an amazing race together. Yeah, we would not probably get past the Los Angeles marker, the the beginning line. Oh no. my goodness. Now, you know, the thing is, is Cheryl is very smart. She'd be good at the puzzles part of it where, you know, me, I'm more your, you know, climbing. I'm not saying she wouldn't do it, but your your hot stuff and everything, that would be, I would love to do that. Jumping out of a plane and everything. Uh, Zoe, that's one thing she's wanting to do. She wants to have a plane and go skydiving so maybe when she Cheryl graduates her, to be a real go bitter to me like what she's done uh, with her job since she's been out there she Cheryl appears to be a real go getter to me she like is, what she's done she with her is. job so so far I mean she hasn't been out there that yeah. long and look what she's she's accomplished so much you know I, I, I joke like that but you know She's she's strong. We both could probably get through it, but I don't. I'll be honest with you. I did that amazing race in Kentucky. And Terry, you saw me cross that finish line, and I was exhausted. You know, I don't know if I could do that anymore. Yeah, it's tough, and I uh, I have to hand it to people that can do it. I I certainly couldn't. You know, well, I have health health issues, so there's no way I could do it. But, you know, to those who can, I hand it to them um, to stay in the shape that they stay in and 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 be able to compete like they do. I I give all the props in the world to them. Um, Absolutely. You know, it's not easy. It's not easy. And you know, like Michelle Costa goes out there and and still competes and all that stuff and it's like dang girl you know you go <laughs> I I give props to anybody who can go out there and do that kind of stuff I certainly cannot but I commend anybody who can you know I tell you what it's, it's hard enough raising kids you know I, I barely have the energy to do that but you know it's my mind, like, I've been watching the trials for the Olympics, and, you know, I see these people, like, kick butt at running or swimming, and I'm like, how cool would it be if that was me, you know? And it was it's just these athletes, you know, the things that they put their body through and the workout. I mean, you got Michael Phelps that's what, 30, 31, 32, somewhere right there. And I think it's 30. And he's making it to another Olympics. And it's just, you know, there was this runner at 34 years old made it, you know, to the Olympics. 
you know, for this year. And I'm like, I'm 35, and I'm not even close to the Olympics unless if I buy a ticket and I'm sitting in the stands. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I'm, I'm excited for the Olympics. You know, it, it, it stinks because, you know, the people in the Big Brother house is not going to be able to, you know, watch the Olympics. And, you know, my season was an Olympic year. And uh, it stinks. You know, I you know I wanted my family to uh, record it for me. And they go, do you want Big Brother recorded or do you want the Olympics recorded? <laughs> I go, uh, Big Brother. <laughs> <laughs> no kidding. Well, the Olympics is something you have to train for basically your entire life. I mean, that's. That takes a a lifetime of devotion to train for, you know. That's not something you can, you know, decide, I think I want to, you know, become an Olympic athlete and do overnight. That's that's like a lifetime of devotion. Well, Terry, real quick uh, before we end, uh, what do you think uh, with Polly winning, who do you think that he'll put up? And who do you feel like we'll be running the show this week I said this in the chat room I I don't know what Polly's going to do I think a lot of this is going to become who influences Polly the most this week um, because I don't know that he has real clear cut enemies in the house that he's gunning after. So I think it's just going to depend on who influences him the most in the HOH room to get him to go their way. And put up, you know, who they want up. Um, because I don't know that he really has. I mean, do you do you feel like he has anybody that he's really going after? You know, I feel like Tiffany is going to be the easy target this week, uh, especially you know, like Johnny Mac was saying, you know, because of you know her speech at the end, uh, which I mean, I I like the speech, me personally. But I do see where Johnny Mac's saying where it's stupid to even say that, you know, especially now it could backfire. Uh, so I really think that you will see Tiffany. Uh, my, my question is who's going to be that second person, you know, next to, you know, her. And, you know, I'm, you know, only time will tell. And then you've got the roadkill. Yeah, it's going to be interesting, you know, who's going to get that and who's going to be that third nominee to be able to offset Tiffany. You know, ideal, I'd like to see Tiffany win the roadkill, you know. And that way you would, you know, maybe she could put someone up that would be a bigger threat uh, than, you know, herself. But, you know, it's it's, I don't know. I feel like... It's a seesaw going back and forth, and it's the same two people on the block each week. And, you know, I'd like to see a little bit difference, but I think that Polly's going to play it safe this week and put, you know, at least Tiffany up on the block. I hate to see her go back up again. She's been up there what almost every week since it started I just feel like you know they need to give her a break yeah I I, I totally agree and you know I don't think that this is going to be her week of break though you know, and you know, and that's the thing about the Big Brother house. It's the exhaustion that you go through to be able to make it to the end. Vanessa was the same way. I mean, she, we saw her do some illusion tricks 
that really some weeks we were like, how did you get yourself out of that? You know, and I feel like we're going to see that again with Tiffany. I honestly thought Tiffany was gone this week. I honestly thought she was done. But, you know, I'm ready to see what they're going to do with the competition of the people coming back into the house. That's what I want to see. I want to see how they're going to do it and how fair it is and if it's for a certain someone. You know, the other thing that Polly is going to be concerned with is how the house slipped this week. And he certainly isn't going to want that to happen to him. So he's going to be very cautious about who he puts up. Um, Because he's not going to want that to happen to him. We have a caller. Do you mind taking a call and see what they have to say about it? Yeah, let's bring up the famous Jason. Boy, I'm Let's good, are you? <laughs> Hi, Jason. Hello. How are you, Jason? Um, not too bad. I, I, I kind of want, want to ask you how you think uh, next week's going to work out. I kind of have an idea, but uh, I wanted to see what you thought about it. Well, you know, I... You know, I've been saying I really think that Tiffany's on the block. I mean, it's almost a given that she's on the block. And, you know, I, I, we might actually see Mama Day on the block as well. Uh, you know, I feel like that would be Tiffany's saving grace if Mama Day is on the block. Uh, you know, that's just a different scenario. Uh, I don't know. It's it's hard to tell because I, I kind of like to see Polly H. I don't want Frankie to be the HOH this week. So I'm curious to see uh, how Polly's going to be able to uh, tackle Frank and be able to make his own decisions in this game. See, Polly's been the one person that's kind of talked to Tiffany. So. I kind of wonder if you will put her up. I don't know. I just don't know. I, what do you think, Jason? They've got a lot in common. You know, that might, so far, that might be my favorite. So far, they're uh, ticked off because of that speech that, like, gave out a lot of info. So, Polly's mad at Tiffany right now, and Frank wants stay out. But but I, I'm trying to figure out what's going to happen the week after this HOH. Because I know there's no way there's going to be a double eviction. So I'm figuring that uh, they're going to have an endurance HOH. And the battle back uh, will be immunity for that week. But, well, I, I mean, I think you're right. I think it is going to be an endurance competition. First, uh, when I don't, I don't, I don't think the battle of the uh, coming back, the person coming in, will be immune to the week. Because to me, I don't think that would be fair. But you know what? It's the Big Brother house. But I mean, I would not. Me as a looking in. I don't want them to have immunity. I want them to be able to compete right then and be just like everyone else. And see, the, the way I, the way I look at it is, if, if they even think about targeting James this week, that would be the dumbest move with somebody in endurance to be out of that HOH because Polly's about the most physical person there. Corey's too big, and I just don't, you know, if they want Frank out, the only way they have a chance is James. Right, absolutely, absolutely. Well, I tell you what, it's going to be interesting to see 
uh, when the live, uh, when you know, after dark comes on, I might flip it on there and see uh, what they're talking about. But I, I'm, you know, I'm very anxious to see if you know Polly does keep Tiffany safe. But you no, know, Polly's hands might be tied. He might actually have to put her up. So I'm curious to see what you know will happen this week, and you know we will find out pretty soon. And uh, yeah, that know, speech might have might have killed her. You're absolutely right. She really right. laid it out there on that speech. I mean, that was I was not expecting that at all from her. Absolutely. I mean, that was overkill. You know, I understand say something, but I think that I think a part of her really thought she was going out. But that, uh, a, a lot of them felt like they basically rat, she basically ratted everyone out. Right. Yeah, I, mean, I think her speech made it clear that she knew she was staying, and she was giving it like. Summon her nose to Frank and saying ha ha. Right. Absolutely. And a little bit of cockiness. And to me, that was just the wrong thing to do. You know, that's not how you say thank you to a group of people that just saved your ass. It's to, you yep. know, stand there and blow them all out of the water like that, you know. I don't know. I wish she would have just done a, a regular speech and, and said, you know, I really like to stay here. I hope you all keep me and sat down and just been normal and not done that speech because I think that really done her a lot of harm. I don't know what she was trying to, to accomplish with that, but I think it backfired big time. And it probably did, but I'm 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 ready for next week. I'm curious to see uh, what we'll be talking about next week with Big Brother. I'm working on an amazing uh, guest for next week, and uh, hopefully uh, it pans. And uh, you know, uh, I try to bring amazing uh, guests in every week uh, to talk about Big Brother, and. Uh, what we had a great one tonight, and I'm very thankful that Funny Mac did call in, and I do appreciate him so much. Jason, I appreciate everything you do for the show and uh, coming in and from BB18 and Cherry. Without you, this would not continue to go on, so thank you so much uh, for everything. I want everyone to keep my mother and her in our prayers. Uh, we are going in for cataract surgery uh, Monday, uh, so she can correct that. So she uh, will have a better chance to not go blind and just part of life, unfortunately, but just keep her in uh, prayers and thoughts, and she will overcome it. She'll definitely be in my prayers, Michael. I appreciate it, and again, thank you everyone that listens to the show, everyone that's in the chat room, everyone that's listening to podcasts, everyone that makes this show continue to move on years and years and years uh, down the road. So thank you so much for all the fans out there. And be careful playing Pokemon Go. (laughs) <laughs> Don't walk out in traffic or anything. <laughs> That's right. all I've been hearing about on the news is people getting hurt playing Pokemon Go. <laughs> oh, that's that's not good, is it? <laughs> so be careful. We're going to wrap tonight up with Ryan as we always do. Jason, thanks so much for everything you do to contribute to the show. We certainly appreciate you and, and all of your posters and everything you do to help us out. You're always helping us with so much, and I just want to say on air how much we appreciate you, babe. So we're going to wrap tonight up with Ron, as we always do. I hope everybody has a great weekend. 
take care. And if you're playing Pokemon Go out there, you be safe too. Here's Ron to take us out. Everybody, be kind to each other. Here's Ron to take us out for tonight. Good night. God bless. Enjoy Big Brother Live Feeds. I want to finish off the show with a little music and say to all my listeners, thank you guys, and thank you all for coming in. God bless you, and thank you for listening to the show. And it was a great one. It's always a great one with Michael Cowboy Ellis. That's a wrap. Good night, everybody. God bless.